Welcome to Sasquatch Podcast, Into the Endor Woods of Reviews, where in this space edition, we are reviewing The Mandalorian, which is streaming on Disney Plus right meow. So this show takes place in the Star Wars universe, just five years after the return of the Jedi, and it follow a Mandalorian bounty hunter beyond the reaches of the galaxy. Now this show is labeled as a American Space Western web television series. That's a mouthload. Um, and is uh, the first season out is right now, and it's already been renewed for uh, second season. And uh, let's uh, start talking about Squatchers. Um, personally, I, I love the series. Uh, so far, there's only two episodes out, and uh, I really like it. Yeah, definitely. Um, they did a great job of hooking people onto the series from the get-go. I mean, uh, one of the first things that you notice when you actually, you know, go to stream it is that it gives you absolutely no context of what's going on no no backstory nothing it just throws you right into the action and i think that's one of the best hooks ever because it's like it's so good it doesn't need an introduction yeah, it doesn't it, need it, anything it, it it is really like a western where you see a uh, uh you see basically a bounty hunter the mandalorian the mandalorian and uh he comes into a, a cantina and he's looking for a uh, bounty and uh, it, it's just so good. We're watching it right now, uh, playing in the background. But uh, I give it 10 out of 10 blasters. It's, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, definitely 10 out of 10 blasters right out of the get-go. Um, Another thing that I like about it a lot is um, the fact that they really wanted to establish that this is a Star Wars um, show in, the, in terms of, you know, they, there's the aliens in it. There's the... The atmosphere is very Star Wars. It's not like its own thing i mean you you see every single kind of star wars character in this first episode um now a uh, little bit about the Mandal mandalorians uh they are a proud uh, a race of warriors who also believe in a peace but they but uh all of a sudden uh during uh, a thing called uh, the purge which is not just for the mandalorians um it's for the whole entire galaxy the aka the empire comes and uh is looking for mandalorians uh rebels uh mostly jedi um basically kills off this whole entire race and uh most of them go into hiding um uh, they survive it, and one of our main characters survived the purge and um uh, he he's a young kid if you watch the thing aka spoilers um and they now he's a bounty hunter you don't really know much about him yeah no names no that's another thing about the show that's right right there's no names there's nothing really given to you other than he is mandalorian as you will see later on within episode one i mean you see the cool mandalorian symbol uh you see other mandalorians that are out uh but we don't know if they're mandalorians or if they're just bounty hunters wearing mandalorian uh, armor uh like boba fett uh jango fett um they're really not mandalorians those two characters they were just bounty hunters wearing mandalorian armor and um in the tv show um it shows that mandalorians pride on their armor what they wear and it ex kind of explains it um and he never takes off his helmet yeah, kind of the the Mandalorian cliche, uh, uh, different from the uh, like the Star Wars Rebels or the Star Wars um, uh, Clone Wars series where they do take off their helmet. In this show, it's kind of a sign of massive 
respect to your clan or your your history to never take off your your helmet it, it's way different and so it, it takes it takes the mandalorians into more of that proud warrior civilization that they're supposed to be they're not just these you, you know uh in the series they were people of peace and everything but now they're they're more like warriors they're actually they're kind of like trojans if that makes sense yeah uh, major trojans uh but uh in the first two episodes you see our uh, wonderful main character the mandalorian and uh he goes after his first uh bounty um it just says uh bounty and for the client we don't know who the client is and then um he goes after this guy and gets him bring he brings him in and then um he gets he wants a uh, more uh um he basically wants a uh, another bounty um and he uh wants a really he wants to get paid so um he gets offered a special bounty uh, you don't know what the special bounty is until later he uh gets it and he goes to a, a special place he had to go through some security and he walks in and uh, he sees a whole bunch of uh, very old stormtroopers. Like I said, it takes five years after Return of Jedi, which is basically the Empire kind of fell apart, but they're still together. Yeah, There's... they're what they're called in this time. Uh, and the only reason I know this is because I've uh, I'm kind of a not a massive nerd on Star Wars, but I I've played the games and what this they're called is the 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 remnant of the Empire. And then basically what they are is they're warring generals and moths and the the like um, fighting for control over the different planets that the Empire did have control over then. The Empire is still around. The fighting didn't stop until three years after the final battle that decided everything, which is the Battle of Jakku. And so the Mandalorian is after all is two years after that. But there are still Empire remnants throughout the galaxy that control areas, or pretend to control areas, mainly just because they're they're just so massive in numbers. And so, yeah, the the for his first contract is through an Imperial. From from watching the the series, I I don't know personally. I think I heard he was called a Moff. I think that was his particular like rank. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. But he's a very high-ranking person who gives him a very important bounty, and that's that's where the series is is really now setting itself up for you know even more. Now uh, the thing he takes for uh, the money, he takes money. Then he also takes this um, steel, which the steel came from his actual uh, his actual planet, which the steel is a very like. A prized possession to the Mandalorians, and um, they make their armor out of it, and so he takes it, and then he takes the bounty, and um, he goes to um, a uh, a site for the Mandalorians at this planet where I have no clue what the planet's name is. Yeah, they have never they. That's the other thing; they don't give you any names of the planets either. Not just the characters. I mean, in in the galaxy far, far away, there is a lot of planets. Um, but um, so he takes the bounty and he's off. He goes to the little chapel. Uh, let's just say the Mandalorian chapel, and uh, gets his armor, a piece of his armor made. And he talks to another Mandalorian, and the Mandal- other Mandalorian 
asks him a bunch of questions, and he answers them. He has flashbacks. And then he goes off to another planet, which we have no clue. The action starts. It really is like a Western, if you really think about it. He, like, goes to... You, there's certain scenes that you're like, wow, he rides a... He rides... Oh, I can't remember what they call these things. He rides something like a bull or a horse um, across the, the oh, plane. Yeah, a blarg or something. A blarg, yeah. This blarg, like, attacks him, and then he has to... Um, ride the blarg or break the blarg in uh and then he rides this blarg across the plains with um oh i can't even, don't know what this guy is he's uh, uh yeah that's the other thing um, we're not we're not huge like buffs on i the, i have spoken um yeah, he says i have spoken that's yeah his, that's his catchphrase yeah uh and then he uh, he goes and he gets to his destination um and um he's scoping the destination out with his uh his binoculars um which also funny thing is uh, luke skywalker also uses something similar to that in um the star wars movies um the new hope uh empire strikes back return of the jedi he uses almost the same binoculars um and then he uh, sees a bunch of other um, bad guys um, down there, and he's trying to figure out a way to get in. And then this uh, this assassin's droid comes along and fucks everything up. Um, and then big old shootout like a okay okay corral happens. Um, and then they finally finally find the the bounty he was looking for and uh spoilers it's a baby yoda and it has been confirmed that it is uh we can call it a baby yoda uh john favreau said we can call it a baby yoda yeah on the grounds that you acknowledge that we don't know what yoda actually is so it is it is a baby yoda it is a baby yoda but um yeah if you haven't seen the memes yet the memes are true. It, it it is a baby Yoda, but it is for now not Yoda or of Yoda's like well uh, family lineage. In episode one, uh, Revenge of the Sith, is that episode one? No, you're thinking of um, the Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace in Phantom Menace, which if you haven't seen, please watch. Uh, it's a great movie. Uh, now, now it's a great movie. But when you first saw, if you first saw the movie when it came out, which I did in IMAX, um, it wasn't that great. Uh, but now it grow, it grows on you. Um, there is a uh, female Yoda on the council with Yoda, and then the next movie comes out and she's gone. So good possibility that that could be the baby of actually Yoda. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, once again, Yoda, we don't know what Yoda race is, but it could be 50 years old and still look like a baby. Cause, Apparently. Because Yoda in the uh, Return of the Jedi, we find out that he's like 900 years old. 
Yeah, and and he, that's finally when he becomes part of the uh, the force. Yeah, he, he passes away, rest in peace, um, and becomes a ghost. Um, and then uh, come along, uh, oh, episode uh, two of The Mandalorian uh, just goes deeper. He's trying to get the Yoda, baby Yoda, back to uh, wherever he's going. We really don't know what his main objective is. I mean, the episodes come out every Friday. So, uh, this is Thursday. Yeah, so this is the third Thursday of of the show's being of of the show and being out. So, so tomorrow the new episode will drop. And uh we'll find out more about this uh series. Um and uh I just man, it just I think Disney, I think Disney can really run away with Star Wars and just do a whole bunch of series and uh, we'll just eat it up like it's uh cereal. Yeah, so one thing that I personally had a problem with back in the day was when they they first announced that Disney had acquired the Star Wars rights. And at first, you know, I was one of the kids that did grow up with the older Star Wars, the episodes 4, 5, and 6. And then I watched the 1, 2, and 3, you know, in backwards chronological order. But when I heard that they got the rights to Star Wars, I'm like, I don't know how Disney's going to handle it. Are they going to make it, like, kid-friendly? Are they going to make it, like a little goofier and with you know the newer episodes uh you know uh seven and eight they were a little more lighthearted than the other ones eight being a very uh decisive one not many people liking it oh i loved eight yeah i loved eight personally um i yeah there were things in it that i didn't agree with but as a star wars movie i thought it actually was a good star Wars. as a story it was so good there like okay most star wars movies um you know some fight scenes, big ugly monster comes out, fight scene, little story, blaster here, blaster there, lightsaber here, fight scene. In episode eight, actual story. Yeah, it's actually trying to have here, a story. Here, go there, go there, talk about something. There's, you know, the big monster scene was a fucking Imperial uh, Star Cruiser, the... I can't remember the, the, the dreadnought. The dreadnought just getting split in half by a, a another uh, uh, the resistance ship. The resistance ship, which was fucking awesome, and and it was good. And then it goes down uh, to uh, a planet, and you know, Luke comes along, and he's there, but he's not there. And it's it, it was just a fantastic movie. I mean, I saw it in movie theaters, and it was great. And other people didn't like it. Yeah, and so, yeah, so some people didn't like it because they, they thought it was a little less like Star Wars. Well, fast forward to The Mandalorian, and I think a lot of us had kind of a, you know, a high expectation for what Disney is supposed to do with the particular uh, property that is Star Wars. And they nailed it, because originally Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope is supposed to be a kind of space western. They've actually acknowledged spaghetti that, western, yes, yeah, space spaghetti western. And so then, when they were developing the Mandalorian, they wanted it to be back to its roots and be kind of like a space spaghetti western. You know, it's supposed to have comedic elements, but have you know a vague story that you can get behind. And you know, the 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 drifter from out of town who 
turns out to be the the savior of everything is the mandalorian savior Eh, that's open for interpretation but you know we're only two episodes in and already i'm just i'm blown away how how well disney has really gotten back to the roots and this is also a foreshadowing of what the uh the the next star wars is going to be after episode nine because there is confirmed going to be a new star wars it's just no longer the skywalker legacy yeah it's not going to be skywalker and ray's not going to be there it's going to be its own thing and that's what they kind of did in episode eight where at the end anybody can be a jedi because you see that kid who's on the planet don't know what the hell that name planet is but he's there and the guy comes out hey have you cleaned up your mess and he gets up and he's walking over and he forgot the broom and he walks over a little bit farther he didn't go get the broom he just put out his hand and the broom came to him so anybody could be a jedi and yeah we're not going back to that stupid uh, conversation the midichlorians the midichlorians oh, God. um I hated that. <laughs> and anybody can do be a jedi i mean it's 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 crazy it's not like oh hey you know you had to have uh it's not a it's not a clone or or it's not a um oh hey, i had to screw luke skywalker or you know it's we don't implant impregnate somebody with a um you know jedi seed and you know they have uh anakin skywalker that comes along um yeah i think that was a very important part and that's actually a funny thing that you say that is because it's true uh, when i first saw the movie i pointed it out to somebody i'm like did you notice that that kid had force powers and they're like what do you mean at the end of the movie and i'm like at the end of the movie don't worry this isn't a really main spoiler for anything it just it's a it's a it, it shows it's it's giving a um not a metaphor because it's 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 visual but it's a it, it's reinforcing that anyone can be a jedi or or be force sensitive but it but when i said that i'm like did you ever notice that the kid doesn't actually grab the broom and they're like no he actually does and i went no watch it again and that person watched it again and said oh my gosh he used the force and i went yes he used the force like anyone can be a jedi so or they anyone... train to be a jedi yeah you know and that's also the other thing so this is a another spoiler i know we're just spoiling everything but it's 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 only episode two this is how fast this series is working this is back to the mandalorian is that the baby yoda thing is already extremely powerful yeah in episode two he um the mandalorian is um goes on a goofy quest because his ship got raided by a bunch of uh jawas and uh he the jaw he wants to get his ship pieces back so he can leave the planet he was on that he went to go get the baby yoda and so he chases after the ewok not ewoks the um uh, jawas Jawas, and he catches up um and then he gets um basically tasered and don't tase me bro he finally all of a sudden get back to the um his friend helped him um and then they go to the jawas and they're like you gotta get this egg for us and he's like what egg so they take a little ride on the um don't know what the hell that thing uh, i think it's called a sand crawler sand crawler i feel like that that's right um i haven't heard it in a while they take a little sand crawler to this place where they want him to get this egg um, they have this big battle with this 
uh, rhinoceros thing. Um, this alien rhinoceros. Yeah, it kind of looks like the thing in episode two, uh, Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones, inside the Geonosian. Oh, yes. I thought it was that at first, and okay. it's not. It's a completely oh, okay. different species. But it looked the same. Yeah, it looked the same. But that's what I liked about it. That was a great fight scene. Um, and then, so, uh, dude, he goes in the hole, he finds the egg, then he gets his butt whooped by this rhinoceros thing. Um, and he still gets his butt whooped. And then he was about to get crushed because he took out his knife. Um, and yeah, he's all, all of a sudden, uh, the baby Yoda uses the Force, uh, picks the rhinoceros up en- uh, long enough for him to get up and stab it in uh, the um, the dome, um, the temple, and uh, twist the knife and the thing dies. And he goes back in the cave and the baby Yoda goes to sleep. Um, and he gets the egg, and the Jawas are happy to eat the yolk out of the egg. Yeah, that that was a little disturbing. That was hilarious. Oh, also, as a kind of a gross part, at least for me, the egg is hairy, which is really freaky. The the, the rhino thing itself is, I I don't believe it's hairy. I think it's hairy. But the the egg is hairy, and that's kind of unsettling. And then, uh, the Mandalorian gets his, uh, gets his, uh... Uh, space junk for his uh his uh his cruiser which the his ship he flies is the same ship during uh the clone wars yeah it's modeled after the same it's modeled after the the transport ships in uh episode two are modeled after that that particular ship yeah it's, it's really cool how much lore is in it um and then um the montage of uh, putting a ship back together for yeah, about like five minutes is uh, pretty Good crazy. Western montage of fixing something. And then he finally uh, thanks the old man and he uh, asks him if he wants to be his uh, sidekick. And the um, man says, no, I have spoken and uh, let leaves. And then the Mandalorian gets in a, uh, gets in a ship and brings the baby Yoda, which is fucking adorable. Yeah, it, I'm not one to... To always label things as adorable, but I wants me a baby Yoda. Dude, everybody wants a baby Yoda. And then he uh, flies off and he uh, tries shaking the, the little baby Yoda, see if he wakes up and he moves. Then at the end of the show, the baby Yoda wakes up and uh, they're just flying the ship. And then, uh, you know, side sw- then the side swipe the- comes. Good old George Lucas and the side swipes. And, uh,. Credits. That's the other thing. There's no post-credit stuff uh, like there are in some other TV shows. This one, once the credits hit, that's it. That yeah, I, I, I kind of like. After. I kind of like that better. I don't want to see uh, next time on the Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't want to see anything like that. I like the suspense. I I would wait. I'm really glad that um, uh, that Disney decides to put out episodes uh, weekly instead of let's just put it all at one time so people can binge the fuck out of it. Yeah, look at you, uh, looking at you, Netflix. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I can't wait for... Uh, uh, can't wait for the Marvels to come out. Stuff comes out. But uh, back to the Star Wars. Um, I can't wait to see um, what else they do. I mean... Uh, I think uh, I hear that... Uh, another bounty hunter is going to be tagging along with um our mandalorian i can't wait to see if we see any uh uh any like uh, storm different stormtroopers 
Oh, I hope so. Oh. If there's one thing that I'm a sucker for in the Star Wars universe, it's it's the militaristic part of it. It's the different stormtrooper well, outfits. That, that's, I, I that, love that. That's stuff. why I'm so excited for this series. You know, it's like you know all the Star Wars stuff we see is always about Jedi, 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 dark side, dark side, dark side, Jedi. Um, hey, look, uh, bounty hunter, uh, Jedi, Jedi, Jedi. Um, I can't wait to see the other universes. Uh, I really like to see uh, uh, different sides of. Uh, the Star Wars uh, universe, um, you know, I did read a couple books um, uh, about, you know, Boba Fett, how he crawled out of the sand pit and he's still alive because his armor was uh, yeah. super tough. And, you know, they followed that, um, you know, knowing that uh, the Wookiees are uh, a whole entire race and they were, you know, pretty awesome in battling. I mean, there's so much, so much more um stuff in the universe that you know i want them to explore just not jedis i mean i love jedis but yeah the clone wars and like um rebels uh, i was talking earlier about rebels is that disney like i said my fear was that disney was going to get was going to get the rights and make it kind of kid friendly you know like without without offending the mouse but mousing it up you know like making it disney's version and yeah, he's gonna be wearing a uh a, a, a mandalorian helmet but it's gonna have mickey ears walking around now see if i saw a mandalorian with like a mickey mouse style like like symbol i'd find that hilarious and i'd go disney you cheeky motherfuckers i cannot <laughs> yeah. believe you actually did that. um but they but they're not they're they're keeping the dark and gritty and rawness that that star wars well, I, deserves or I, I, it was I think, intended you know to i think um you know they've done enough of the kid friendly like oh well, the 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 star wars clone wars star wars rebels star wars uh uh lego star wars uh they did uh what else did they do uh resistance the resistance and they have all those and those are really good and they have a lot of lore in them but um just watching this episode right now seeing like the the grittiness the old style the you know the new hope i see new hope i see i see all the remnants of stuff of the like you know uh, four five and six i'm like oh my god i love this it brings me back unlike you know episode one two and three which is so bright and colorful and i can understand why they did bright and colorful it's because they wanted a new generation of star wars kids to be like hey you know yes that is jar jar binks he's funny but you know that's what he was they were going for for one two and three is like ha funny kids are like hey i like the color of that or um you know they wanted that brightness and for us um boom crowd boomers boomers um the so the boomers have uh, four, five, and six, and the snowflakes have one, two, and three. Okay, boomer. Um, <laughs> is that a de- dead meme yet? Uh, right. I, I just, it just needs to go away. And I just killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, but uh, I, I see that. Uh, I, I really see um, what they're doing, and um, what they're doing with um, the Mandalorian is they're, they are bringing, uh, uh, more of uh four five and six but they also have that um one two and three which that one two three is baby yoda 
and they have some colorful aspects and I think they might go with the more colorful things uh, later down the line but they'll also bring in the grittier the the dark side of uh, Star Wars the where you know I loved what I fell for and you know so yeah like the one thing that uh, I think Disney is really good at is not being afraid to test the waters. Like Pirates of the Caribbean, perfect example oh. is, um, which is we, very dark. Which we will do a movie review of the Pirates yeah, of that's, the Caribbean. That's probably going to be coming I, I, up I in, love, in the next couple. Uh, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. But um, they're not afraid to be dark. But at the same time, they're not afraid to be funny. And I, I get that comes down to the, like the direct the the different directors or producers, you know, the, or the script writers. But with the Mandalorian, especially, like. It's got some funniness in it. It's got some like, you know, like kind of tongue in cheek it, jokes. It's a, it's a, it's dry humor because uh, how the Mandalorian talks is straightforward, or the assassin droid like made a joke and you're like, oh, I got that, yeah, and other people are like, funny. um, yeah. But yeah, there's 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 this. It's just it's a really good show. It's got just the perfect balance of what everything. Star Wars should should be, you know, like like what we're watching right now. He's walking through a cavern, and you see this badass guy on the left, and then you see this cute ass baby Yoda in this hovering carriage, and you're like, it's it's great. It's like it's funny it's, because it's, yeah, it's he's just walking. Funny. He's walking with with this baby Yoda. He's not pushing the carriage. It's just right next to him. It's just oh my god, it's so cute. Oh, man, it's it's great. I mean. The t- we we also just got done watching um the a documentary about um episode uh four five and six and how Star Wars was made and how much money it costs and what they went through and um man technology CGI everything has came a long way it just it's mind blowing and. Jesus, I think one of the main things that's amazing about how the how cool the universe of Star Wars is and how open to interpretation it is is that you know when they first designed Star Wars, they did not believe that it would get this big. They had no idea that they were going to be having a ninth movie that everyone in their mother are prepared to see which is coming up next month on the 25th and it's just it's the biggest thing and because you know back in the 70s that's when star wars came out yeah it came out right after it came right after the vietnam war guys got ended and they were saying that um the timing of it was perfect because they needed people to believe in something they needed something to make people be like you know may the force be with you they want them to make make people Something happy to again unify everyone you know so a common a common hero to cheer on you know it as they said in the documentary it wasn't about race it wasn't about uh ethnicity it wasn't about any of this it was just about you know turmoil in a galaxy far far away and you cared about it and now it's like now we care about who's this uh who's this dude this yeah. mandalorian he, we he, we care you know we, we do care and we we're we're 
invested in this uh, Mandalorian, and then we're also invested in what what's going to happen to this baby Yoda coming up. Um, is he going to get you know put into you know uh, some kind of uh, Empire thing, or is he going to um, is he is the Mandalorian? It's my my theory is the Mandalorian's going to hand him over, uh, and then the Mandalorian's going to go on his little Mandalorian way. And then uh, later down the line, maybe in episode uh, like five, he realizes uh, what he gave away. And um, he would rather go and fight for this peaceful um, baby Yoda and bring him to uh, the, the um, you know, get him away from the evil empire. Because the empire does come back, um, those jerks. Um, man, I just can't stop watching this. This yeah, we we have it playing right now, and it's it's, it's just it's it's that good. You just have I mean, to you you can't take your eyes off. Oh, and and we've we seen, just put them in the little carry. This is the fourth time I've seen this. Not this episode. This is episode two. But the fourth time I've seen the first one, and the third time I've seen the second one, and it is still good That's like it's just it's really good. good and it's not even because it's fresh it's because it's like it's just that good there's like no other way i can describe it it's just that good we tell our oh, co-workers oh, if you want like, to tell you need to watch good it. good the music the, oh, yeah, music, the music in incredible. this tv series screams star wars oh so good it's well done so good but all star wars music is fantastic it's just so good. So calming. See, so, you know, going back to a, I guess, a non-spoiler uh, review of this this show, The Mandalorian is definitely worth, not a plug because we're not sponsored, but a, a subscription, at least the seven-day trial to Disney+. Plus. And, you know, yeah, you might want to wait until maybe two weeks after after it so you can have something to watch i guarantee you you'll want to get a subscription afterwards because it's just that good you know like it's, if you like game of thrones like the kind of the dark and greediness but like the, the 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 action in it this has got that if you like kind of the vague storytelling that star wars is known for it's got that if you like kind of the the you know the subtle hints of comedy that makes star wars funny it's got that it's got something for every star wars fan or someone who's not even really into the star wars universe you don't even need to know the star wars universe that is true you don't have to know about anything about the star wars like he said to pick this thing up pick this tv series up and watch it it's so easy and just put it on and be like hey watch this it's it's not about a jedi it's about a a lone ranger uh doing bounties yeah it's basically it's lone ranger in space but that's a good thing because yeah we all want to forget about the lone ranger with giant app that that was hey 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 another movie you can find on disney plus but as as i'm saying is that it's it's just it's kind of anything you can you can watch it and enjoy it you know now as a as a disney uh disney nerd who also has also uh worked for walt disney world uh signed his life way to disney world and the mouse and uh gotten brainwashed by disney um i would say uh you know i did pay the 70 bucks into the year subscription i'm pretty happy with that 
Um, and then, uh, you know, they have a lot of good stuff on there. And uh, they have uh, all the Star Wars movies. And... and when he says all the Star Wars movies, it's everything. Oh, they, 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 the they do. Out. They have all the stuff. They have, like, all the kid cartoons, the Clone Wars, the Rebellions, the Resistance, uh, documentaries, Lego movies, uh, Star Wars movies. movies. Uh, they, they have everything. Disney has done us a favor and opening up their fucking vault for us and letting us watch all these awesome Disney movies, which I love. I can't get enough of. You know, if Disney uh, Plus wants to sponsor us, um, I'd be. We are here. We are here. This uh, lone podcast in a galaxy far, far away. Um, aww. Baby Yoda that, baby, that baby Yoda is like a kitten. Oh, you're just Jesus. like, oh, you're so cute, but you're oh. 50 years old. What, what the hell? Oh, he's happy now. It's. Oh. But yeah, oh. even if even if you don't <laughs> think like, even if you're on the fence about getting a, a subscription, yeah, give it a try. It, just give it a try. You, you can cancel. I know this it's sounds like a cheap, plug for dude, them. It's, it's the not. Che- it's just it's the cheapest subscription out there right now. It's cheaper streamer. than Netflix very cheaper than netflix but the other thing is is that there's other things coming uh with star wars the mandalorian is the first yeah the first disney, has disney series that came out that they're saying you know we're gonna support this it's already renewed for a second season it's gonna there's gonna be more and then you've got you know if you've got kids there's the the lego series like you know just was saying and so it, it it it's just it's getting bigger yeah dude, your ship but broken. this is this is a perfect show like this is the perfect thing that yeah, they could have launched on the platform ki- it's with. it's kid friendly kids can watch this i mean yeah i i'd say maybe not like a five-year-old but like a seven-year-old definitely i can, I, they can, I, can I can probably love it i can tell you one thing there's gotta be a, there's gonna be a lot of mandalorians uh to uh for halloween next year oh, let yeah. me tell you Halloween and there's going to be a lot of Baby Yoda costumes for actual babies. I think we should just, as a full disclaimer, say that the Baby Yoda is no longer even a spoiler because it is inescapable no, to see. It is the I, cutest I, damn thing in I've the galaxy. Put, I've put it as my Facebook profile picture. Yeah, I love it. But I guarantee you someone's already got a tattoo of the Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, somebody's got a tattoo of the Mandalorian, too. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but the Baby Yoda, that's a little weird. Eh. But all in all... The series is going to be incredible. And a lot of the first two episodes really make or break a series. And if, you know, if Jester and I are that excited about it, it's kind of hard to say that it's not going somewhere. Uh, Once again, my bad. Um, I am Jester. And uh, my uh, technician over here is... uh, Big Chungus. Yep. But, yeah, so... Ten ten blasters out of ten blasters for me. Oh, my God, here's the best part. He's going after uh, these frogs. Okay, Baby Yoda is on the ground. He's walking. And he's uh, going after these frog things. And and the best part in the whole line, second best part, um, he uh, puts this uh, frog in his mouth. And uh, the Mandalorian says... uh, uh, can't remember he says uh, don't eat that put that down put that down and uh he, he, the baby yoda just basically swallows whole tire frog uh the first best line is uh in the episode one where uh the mandalorian is surrounded by four storm stormtroopers and the stormtrooper says uh we have you surrounded four to one and uh 
Men who argue without skipping a beat. I like those odds. Yeah, I, perfect. I, I like those odds. Perfect writing. Just... But, you, you, but, oh, he eats the frog. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, <laughs> the funny thing about that is the Mandalorian doesn't know how bad of a shot uh, stormtroopers are. They're terrible. Actually, they're not. That Okay, nerd coming out. They're not. It's just that was the way that we made sure that the heroes stayed alive is that they were terrible. But, um, no. As one little note, though, going back to something that is important to realize about the series, that is very important to realize, is that we are kind of like the Mandalorian. We do not know how powerful the Baby Yoda is. We do not know where we're going with this story. And that's what's great about it. It's just... It's... Uh, it, it, like, being at a loss for words. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm holding a lightsaber that I got down in at Disneyland when The Force Awakens came out. It's a terrible time to go to Disneyland when the Star Wars movie comes out. Yeah, don't out. do that. And uh, Especially Galaxy's Edge. I hope we don't get monetized. Oh, no, we're not going to get demonetized. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Can't I got a Luke Skywalker from uh, lightsaber. Light. And also, when I worked for Walt well, Disney World, I went and actually, uh, <laughs> on my first wife's uh, birthday, I actually uh, built a... Uh, actual lightsaber that was great oh you went to the, the shop and built one yeah yeah but when the shop actually first came out downtown disney uh, back in 2005 2006 um i got to build my own uh lightsaber i'd love to build my own lightsaber but apparently now you can build your own rtd2 units which would be awesome if i could go to disneyland if to kind of wrap up this uh, this episode, it, it's a fairly longer one than uh, probably what you're used to. The Mandalorian is a great, it is just going to be great. Uh, there's no, there's nothing I can say that's that is negative about it. There's stuff for everyone here: Star Wars fans, non-Star Wars fans, and someone looking for their fix of a a, a, a deep story without having a story like. Game of Thrones, even though I don't really know what I'm talking about in terms of that. I never watched it. Sorry, view. Sorry, listeners. Nani? I did. I, I'm from Lord of the Rings. We're moving on. <laughs> moving on. But yes, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I, I would, once again, I'd give this 10 out of 10 blasters because that's what a Mandalorian's likely use is a blaster. Give this a try. Um, you just, it's great background noise. But uh, you're going to fall in love with the Baby Yoda. You're going to fall in love with the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian uh, doesn't talk much, but he just... He's a man of few words. But he he just looks awesome. Um, has all the Star Wars stuff you want in it. Like he said, this is a very long uh, episode, but... Uh, we do just, like... There's just a lot of good stuff to say. Yeah. Um, I don't know what we're, we'll do next. Maybe we'll do Pirates of Caribbean. Maybe we'll watch a Star Wars movie and review that. Um... Just let us know uh, between one of the two. Both are great, but both are have a lot of things to go through. Then they've they both have their own stinker of a movie. I can tell you exactly which ones on both sides: Dead Man, Tell No Tales, and Phantom of the Menace. Anyways, I've been Jester, and I've been Big Chungus. Thank you, Squatchers, for listening, and we will see you again into the Endor Woods of Review.